Hello, happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this. It's Wednesday for me. I don't know what day it is for you, but how are we doing? How are we doing? We having a good week? I'm having a good week, if you were curious, because I know you were. Um, It's been productive. I've been really tired this week. I don't really know what's going on. I'm just like low energy. Um, Halloween is coming up and I've been eating nothing but Halloween candy for breakfast. So there's that. I had Jolly Ranchers today. I had Skittles for breakfast yesterday, and who knows what I'm going to have tomorrow. That is the beauty of living life on the edge and giving yourself diabetes. I also got new glasses. You want to see? Give you a little show. She's studious. She's smart. She can see. Those who know me very well know that I am as blind as a bat, as my mom would call it. I, um... I've always, (laughs) I'm sorry, I've always been blind. Like I was the little kid with glasses, (laughs) but I'm having like a flashback. Um, Y'all know what transition lenses are? They're the lenses that like, if you've never heard of transition or transitional, I think transitional is like their actual branded name. Transitional lenses, they look like normal glasses. And then when you step into the sun, something about the sunlight hitting them makes them dark like sunglasses. Okay. If any of you have met my dad, you know that he loves his transitions. And for some reason, he can pull them off. Like, when I think of transitions, I think of dweebs and nerds. But my dad is, like, cool. Like, he can, like, pull it off. And because, you know, I was, like, growing up, I was, like, I want what dad has. Like, what dad's so cool. I want whatever he's doing. So then he gets me a pair of transitional glasses. I'm, like, nine. And I thought it was so cool. He convinced me that it was the coolest thing since sliced bread. And of course, the children of elementary in the early 2000s were like, BFFR. So I was teased, et cetera. I'm going to see if I can find a photo because there's a photo of me looking miserable. And I'm like, with my little like black sunglasses on, they almost look, yeah, I just... Anyway, anyway, I, I'm an adult now and I don't have transitions, but I got new glasses and I can finally see and read. I'm like legally blind in one eye. I'm not kidding. All that to say, today is a very special episode. It's not even that special. Who am I kidding? I just want to start doing more of these like advice type of style episodes. So it's just me, no guest today. Sorry. Um... But today I want to talk through some dating questions and kind of give my advice and also get you thinking and see like what you guys think like about some of this stuff. So why waste time? Let's dive on in. Okay. Our first letter comes from 28 year old John. John says, it kind of seems like everyone looks down on me when I tell them about my job. I work on cars and I work as a mechanic for a living. I always try to avoid it, but The topic usually comes up when I'm going on a date with women, and it usually leads to me getting ghosted or blocked. Personally, I'd like to think that I make great money for someone my age. I make close to $95,000 a year, and slowly the pay gets higher as I progress in my career. I own everything, have a brand new car, and I'm able to save. However, some of the women I go on dates with think that being a mechanic is not a career and more like a trade or something you do if you couldn't go to college. 
Am I in the wrong? Hmm. This is interesting. So I'm just going to be real. Okay. I feel like in the past, as someone who went to school, has multiple degrees, kind of took the more traditional route with the job and like the money and all those things, it is easy. I won't say it's not easy to look down on others, right? You never look down on someone because of what they do. It's not about looking down on someone, right? Like you do what you got to do to survive. I'm not looking down on you. However, when it comes to choosing a mate, sometimes I could understand how certain job titles can cause alarm, right? Um, I will say, personally, knowing how much money you make, I'm okay with it. Like, and that might be messed up. And I don't know, like, tell me. But as someone who works a certain job myself and makes a certain amount of money myself, I'm looking for a partner who can kind of keep up in a way. And, you know, sometimes meeting men, I've been on dates with men who work jobs that are maybe trade school jobs, or maybe they've only been to community college, or maybe they didn't go to school at all. And I think that's totally respectable. But it is challenging when I think about my future and the things that I want and the person I'm building with. It can be alarming to think like maybe I'm going to be the one shouldering the cost the whole time or I'm going to be the one trying to help you get a better job, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, And that's why we're all at different levels, right? If you make a certain amount of money and you want to stay there and you have a part, you find a partner that's also making that money and they're happy or they make more and they're happy with where you're at. Like, that's all that matters is just finding someone who is comfortable with it. Um, I do think I would like to lie and say like, oh, we don't judge. Like, it's just all about as long as you're working, but it's not true. So maybe something you could start doing is, listen, honey, you got to fake it till you make it. Maybe something you could start doing is don't lie about your job. Don't lie about your job. But maybe word it or set it up in a way when you're on a date that it doesn't sound like you're some Joe Schmo in the middle of nowhere making $2 an hour. You know what I mean? Like, because that is good education. And a lot of us are ignorant to the fact that maybe people in that industry make good money. I didn't know you could make 85K and up. I didn't know you could make 95K and up being a mechanic personally, because I'm ignorant. So this is good to know. And I don't think a lot of people know that. So maybe start framing it as like, I don't know the wording, but maybe don't go into it saying, I'm a car mechanic. Like maybe go into it saying, I'm an auto technician specialist this is just my crappy advice like please this is my crappy advice but i don't think you're in the wrong i think again you're a respectable human who's working we the world is ending day by day so anything you can do to take care of yourself i respect okay but if women are shutting you down on that first date when you're like i'm a mechanic auto technician specialist Mm -hmm. and then maybe go into detail and you don't owe it to anybody, you right? You don't need to justify. Like, I make this much money, but like, just say I do pretty well. I just bought my own house. Like, you know, things that naturally come up also give that source of stability that that woman might be looking for. So give that a try, you auto technician specialist. Our next letter comes from Fiona. Fiona says, hello, I'm just about to graduate college in a few weeks here, and I still have no boyfriend or anyone on my roster. I'm 22 years old, and I want to experience what it feels like to be in a relationship like the other girls my age. 
Whenever I go on dates with other guys, they tell me that I'm really pretty, super nice, and super smart. However, I am a little bit on the chubbier side, and it's hard for me to lose weight because I have so many medical conditions, but I really am trying to lose weight. I wonder, do men like chubby women, or do I need to be skinny first in order to get a boyfriend? Girl. So where do I begin on this one? As someone who's been traditionally not a twig, I can speak to this because I feel like even more recently, I've started to come to terms with, it doesn't matter what you look like, bad men are going to be bad men, right? Like if Beyonce can get cheated on, the skinny girls are getting cheated on, the skinny girls are single. That I think to me, was the clickbait. I think if I ever was in a down moment of like, well, is it because I'm not skinny or is it, be you know, whatever. Then I look at all these skinny, they're miserable and they're single and they're, I'm like, dang, it's just, uh, it's just all of us. We're all in it together. Men are just not performing well these days. Not all men. Yes. But like in the grand scheme of dating, it's been really hard for everyone. So to answer your question, Yes, I do think there are men out there that do prefer skinny women. I think there are men who prefer bigger women, right? You always see the joke. It's not really a joke because it's kind of rude, but you always see people like, I see clips on social media of people on my 600 pound life and they're married and they're like, how can they get a man? Or if they can get a man, why can't I? And it's like, that's kind of rude because what's wrong with them? That's a whole nother topic. But we're seeing people of all sizes and scales secure love of some sort. You know what I mean? So keeping in mind, men like everybody, just like we like everybody, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's okay if you're a woman and you like skinny guys, you like bigger guys, you like muscular guys, et cetera, athletic men, like the gamut goes on. But I think remembering it's really more so as corny as it sounds, like, do you like you? And I think once I realized that I was like, well, I really like me. In fact, I had a day the other day where I looked in the mirror and I was like, I'm beautiful. Like, I'm really pretty. Like, and I, I don't have any makeup on right now, but when I get myself fixed up, I'm like, I'm that girl. Like, and it's crazy. It's delusion, whatever you want to call it. But I'm like, I'm fine. Like, I'm a catch. I bring a lot to the table. You know, like, you really have to start thinking like that. And the people that are attracted to you and your energy or whatever will start to come to you. It doesn't matter if you got a little belly or a little arm fat, like men don't care about that. They shouldn't. And also because in the same vein, I always like to be like, okay, men, like don't come at me with your beer belly talking about, oh, you need to lose a couple pounds. Okay. Then we're on a health journey together. Like, cause you do too. So focus on you. Do what you can. If you want to lose weight, make sure it's because you want to and you want to feel good. And even to that with losing weight, make sure you're doing things that feel good. You know, it's not punishment. It's not, you're never going to be skinny enough or pretty enough or have the hair color enough for all the men and all the boys to want you. The boys will still find a reason to not want you no matter what. You could look like the hottest supermodel on earth and there's a man out there that would still prefer somebody else over you. So it's not, your worth can't always be tied up in what you look like. And again, that is a lesson many of us are still learning. That is a lesson I recently learned at my big age that I'm like, dang, they don't matter. You know what I mean? So just make sure you love you, love the way you look, make sure you love the way you feel and forgive these other people. 
your your guy is out there. And if you're a little thick, they call them love handles for a reason. Okay. Okay. I met a girl and texted her one night for a long time. We went three days without texting. And then randomly, she asked me a question about something we spoke about that first night we texted all night. A couple days later, I booked a date for us. And I told myself I wasn't going to talk to her much via text until we went on our date. Recently, she started texting me almost every day out of nowhere. One day I was way too busy to talk to her. And as I was doing yard work at home, she canceled the date that I made by saying we had different communication styles. I told her that I thought she was overreacting and that's how it ended. I feel like it's way too early to end. Should I try again or did I do something wrong? Okay. Oh, I'm guilty. We've all been there, right? You start texting a guy or a girl and it's going good. It feels good. And then one day it feels like they go ghost or one day it feels like interactions slow down. And we're like, sometimes we panic a little and we're like, do they not like me anymore? Or like, why aren't they responding? And like, even the most secure people, like my, my attachment style episode, we kind of talk through like everyone's attachment styles, there's anxious, et cetera, et cetera. And some people are like, that's their go-to, right? Is to be like, they don't like me anymore. They're not texting me back, whatever. I lean more towards secure attachment style tendencies. And so that's not my first thought, but even as someone who's secure, it still does pop up because we have experiences on dating apps and in person where people ghost. I ghost, you know, I get ghosted. It's like, it doesn't feel good and we all need to stop doing it. But these are little traumas. I feel like that we're building that are affecting our experience. Every time we talk to someone, we're like waiting for the blow. We're waiting for them to leave us, waiting for them to ghost us, waiting for them to not like us anymore. And so I totally understand where the girl is coming from. I have a friend who shall remain nameless. She had this similar thing where she's been talking to this guy and you know, they've been going on dates and hanging out and it's been consistent. And, you know, one of over time, he's kind of became less communicative and she needs that communication. She needs to know like, Hey, what's up, whatever, you know, and he wasn't giving that to her. So then she asked him something along the lines of like, what's your preference on how we communicate or something like that. And it totally scared him a little bit. Um, and it made me think, I think the key here is just having a conversation. If I will say this is a little too soon for me, like after three days of talking, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, where, where you at? Like, but after a couple of dates and if it feels like it's progressing and we're moving forward, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like, Hey, so like, how do you best communicate? Or like, what's your style? Like, are you going to get, do you need me to text you back? Do you need me to call you back? And not to say that you need to be with someone who's like controlling or insecure or anything like that. But I do understand the importance of just communication, just communicate. Right. It's like, my mom is the same. Like if I don't text her back after too long, she thinks the worst. And so I remember in college because I was acting a fool in college. She was like, if I text you and you don't have time to text back or call back, she's like, just send a thumbs up or a heart emoji just so I know you're alive. And I'm like, okay, cool. So even to this day at my big age, I mean, now I just call her, but like, you know, back when I had a super busy social life, I would just send her like a heart emoji or a thumbs up or like, call you later, thumbs up something. You know what I mean? 
And I think that's really important because again, you never know what stories the other person is just sitting on in their mind, like what happened to you. And and I get it. Like we're human. It's only natural to assume something bad could happen when you don't hear from someone, especially when we live in a world where we are glued to our phones. It's just like, doesn't make sense. So I do think you should try again. And I think on the date, I just think talk it out and it's awkward and you don't owe her anything. You don't know her. She doesn't know you, but if this is someone you could see something with based on the couple conversations you've had, it might be worth saying, Hey, I know I was busy doing yard work, but um, I'm not usually glued to my phone or like, I just want you to know, like, I really enjoy where this is going. And if I don't text you back, it's not personal or I just get really busy, but I'll try to be better and send just a end of day heads up or what's up or you know what I mean? I think just that communication and maybe telling her and asking her, like, what's your communication preference? Obviously, you need someone who's in contact 24 seven. And if that's something you can't do, just say that. And maybe this isn't something you pursue. But I think it's just clear to make sure you're on the same page. Do I have to text you back within 30 seconds? And if not, you're going to pop up at my job. If you do that, you're getting broken up with on site. Just gonna throw that out there. But if that's your jam, Make that clear so that your partner can meet those expectations or decide they don't want to meet those expectations and vice versa. If I'm really busy, my phone, literally I have day or like some days at work where I'm so busy, I check my phone once or twice and I like have all these missed calls and texts and TikToks and Snapchats. And I'm just like, those people, hopefully you don't think I hate you. I just, whatever little TikTok you sent me is not top of mind right now. You know what I mean? Or I saw it and I forgot to say something, you know? So, and again, we can all be better in those ways, but it's just about communicating. So I would definitely try again and try again by explaining where you're coming from. Maybe seek to understand where she's coming from. Maybe she has some traumas from past relationships where she wasn't contacted back or ghosted and just get to the root of it and come to a common ground of like, hey, I like you, but I'm not going to text you 24 hours a day. Or, hey, I know you want to be texted 24 hours a day and I'm going to work on it. Or I'm not. Goodbye. So I would try again though and see if it's worth it. If she seemed like someone worth it, it's worth trying again. Okay, we've got another one. This one, okay. I am a female and I have been talking to this guy for about a month now and we seem to click. We're talking about how he might come with me on a solo vacation I was planning to take next year and he already booked a meeting to ask for time off at his job to come with me. Ladies, hold on. Just a side note. Ladies, if he wanted to, he would. This is literally the prime example of if he wanted to, he would. Literally. If I say, bae, I want to go to Jamaica. I'm going to Jamaica by myself. And you said, say less. Time off is on the calendar. That energy. That, that's the energy. Anyway. Um, well, we're planning on seeing each other this weekend to go on a date. However, the text conversation we had about the date got a little risque and he commented on how beautiful and perky my boobs look in all the photos. I didn't respond to the text because in reality, my boobs are not perky at all. <laughs> Sis. They're triple D's and they sag. So I thought I would spare myself from the embarrassment and rejection. So I didn't say anything at all. He's still a text. He's still texting and apologizing to me, thinking he overstepped with the sexual comment because I haven't responded. I feel bad for ignoring him, but also feel really sad. I can't pursue this anymore. Should I tell him that my boobs aren't really perky or should I just let it go and keep ignoring him? Okay, sis. So you definitely shouldn't keep ignoring him. 
Um, I know insecurities, especially of the physical kind, can be crazy. Like they, the way they mess with our mind is unreal. Um, but again, I feel like a, boobs are boobs. I'm just gonna say it straight. And men like boobs. You know what I'm saying? Like if they hang, if they're big, if they're saggy, it is what it is. I lay it on your forehead. Like, what do you want? Like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, they're gonna like it at the end of the day. What do you you're gonna show him your boobs? And he's like, No, I'm good. No, he's a man. So, but I understand it's easier said than done. I would make a joke out of it. And that's just me. Like, I leave it to me to break the sexy mood. But I don't know if he's like, oh, I can't wait to see those perky boobies. I would just be like, ha ha ha. You know, bras are really magical. Or like bras, like ah, the 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 illusion of the push-up bra, wink face, something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Just be like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. As someone who used to have larger breasts, I had a breast reduction in 2022. What year is it? I had a breast reduction in 2022 and I had extremely large breasts and not ex extreme is kind of like extreme, but they were pretty, pretty, pretty large. I haven't been a triple D since high school. It's been a long time, but as someone who was now like a solid D cup, maybe double D. I don't, bra, first of all, bra sizes are so hard to nail down. I went to Victoria's Secret. They told me one thing. I went to Target. They told me something else. I went to Nordstrom. They told me something else. So I'm between a C and a double D. I, and if you can help me or have any tips or advice, please let me know. Um, but if someone who used to have bigger breasts, I would have similar insecurities, you know, like it's fun having big boobs early on, right? Because you're hot, you're sexy. You're the, Ooh, like, Ooh, she's hot. The, the, they really sit nice. The bra, like it sits good. And then we get older and they start to sag and it's not as sexy, but men still like it. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't care girl. So if you really like him. And he is obviously showing interest by booking time off to take a vacation with me. Like, I would just let him know, like, next time you're in person, here's what you do. Next time you're in person or go on your date, go on this date. And if it gets flirty and touchy and he gets to touching and he's like, oh, be honest. Be like, hey, like, I just want to be honest with you. Like, this is an insecurity of mine or this is something I'm not super secure in. Like. And a lot of men are like, they'll make you secure in it. You know what I mean? They'll be like, I don't care. You're so beautiful. Some men are not like that. I would, I wish all men could be like that. But if he's not supportive, then he can move on. I'm sure he's saggy in some places too. And if not, he will be very soon. So like, you know, you just gotta be honest, communicate. We gotta stop ghosting and running. And I know it's hard. I'm a runner. I'm a track star. I like to run when it gets difficult. I like to run when it gets sticky, when it gets awkward. And more importantly, I like to run when I just don't want to do it anymore. Like I just take myself out the game. Like it's not even that like, oh, I run because I don't want to talk about it. I'll talk about anything. I run because I'm like, this is not worth my time or my energy. If this guy's worth your time and energy, it is worth communicating and worth being like, hey, I'm really uncomfortable but I just wanted to let you know this makes me insecure or this, I'm not super, I'm not super secure about this part of my body. And who knows? He might love them. Saggy titties might be his fetish. You never know. Um, so that's my advice. I would not ignore him. I would text him back. Cause he doesn't, he also doesn't know 
where this is coming from. And it's not necessarily fair to him that you're ignoring him because of your insecurities. He just was trying to make you feel good and feel pretty. He was trying to do something good and also, you know, flirty and probably beneficial to him in some way. He's still a man, but you know, it's kind of like, I was just flirting. Why are you ignoring me? And he apologized and said, Hey, if I overstepped, I'm sorry. He didn't overstep because you were feeling, you were feeling it too. So text him back. In fact, give me his number. I'll text him for you. Our last question of the day. Okay. Our last question is from Tiana. She's 30 years old. Tiana says, I find that if I'm attracted to someone, the nerves and anxiety take over and forces me to cancel the date, which has now been a repetitive pattern for a very long time. And I am sick of it. I'm looking into breaking this cycle because I'm ready to put myself out there. Instead of talking myself out of it, I need to talk myself into it. What are some things that have worked for you? P.S. I'm fully aware that this is all mental and it's all in my head and I am the only person setting me back. But it's easier said than done. And this has been happening forever. It's the norm for me and brings me back into a state of comfort by not leaving my bubble. It is really easy to hop on these dating apps and swipe left and swipe right for convenience and for what like feels good and for what we think is like maybe maybe you're on there for attention. Maybe you're on there for validation. Maybe you're on there to really meet your husband. Maybe you're looking for a quick hookup. But it's really easy to get just in the habit of everyone looking like a picture. You know what I mean? And I've I've been guilty of actually meeting a nice guy and him actually asking me on a date and me actually saying absolutely not. And I don't know why we do that. I don't know why we self-sabotage ourselves. It's crazy. Um, the only advice I can give on this is I recently, probably about a couple months ago, found myself on the dating apps on Hinge specifically. And found myself getting asked out by guys that traditionally I'm like, oh, he looks good. He checks all the boxes. But physically and mentally, I just was not in a place to get dressed up and to go sit and listen and share my life and share my energy. I just lately have not been in that space. And I don't really know why, but I just I'm not in that space to start something new or that feels unnatural or forced. Not that dates on Hinge are forced. But it kind of is like we're forcing ourselves to meet someone. We're forcing ourselves to go out. It's not as natural as like someone just walking up to you. And this is just how I look. And you, you like that, obviously. So we're just going to talk. You know what I mean? It's like we got to get ready. And I just mentally right now can't take that on. I don't feel like sharing my life with another stranger. I don't feel like hearing about another stranger's life right now. I don't feel like. I just don't have the energy to really try to get to know you to make sure you'd be a good partner. And I just, I'm exhausted. So I personally have deleted the dating apps and I'm just, this is the longest I have been off of them. And I feel like I'm just, I'm good on them for, if not forever, for the next at least six months. Like I just, I need a new wave of people to move to Phoenix and get on the apps or something like it's just not serving me. So my advice to you would be, maybe you're just not ready to date and that's okay. I think we pressure ourselves to date because it's like, you're supposed to, and you need to get out there. And, but you don't have to date if you don't want to date. And sure. Yeah. He's not going to just knock on your door and find you, but I would not force myself to go sit and get to know someone. If I just in my gut wasn't feeling it because personally I've been on a lot of dates and every date that I went on that my gut was like, Oh, I don't want to go. I absolutely had the worst time. 
and we know my selection in men is not good. So that would be my advice is to stop dating. Get off the apps. Just say I'm not dating. Stop dating. The other option, if you do want to date, but you're just letting your anxiety get the best of you, because girl, same, sometimes the anxiety is loud. I would just talk yourself into the potential of what you could be missing. And that might not be the best advice. As someone who has chronic FOMO and sees the potential in a lot of people, I'm not saying this is the healthiest way, but one way you can is like, you know, on dates, I didn't really want to go on. My mindset was always like, well, what if this is your husband? And no matter what, even though it could be ignorance, it could be delusion. I do think keeping that positive mindset of like, well, maybe I'm going to meet someone good out of this is what's going to keep you going on dates. And that's what keeps me going on dates, even though I'm not on the apps. The thought of like, well, this could be a great partner or this could be my husband. And my answer is, if it's not a love connection, we can always connect on LinkedIn. Yes, we can. And you could be a friend. You might be a, a partner for one of my friends. Like it doesn't hurt to expand your circle, at least for me. So I do think there's no harm in opening up yourself to try a date and not shutting it down every time because you never know who you might meet and you never know what that might lead to but trust your gut if you're not feeling like doing it don't do it and again if maybe it's worth pursuing maybe you guys will cross paths again or maybe he'll reach out for another date later or like who knows so trust your gut trust your anxiety if it's telling you not to but if you really want to date tell yourself you might be meeting your husband he's out there or wife. I'm sorry. I'm not sure who you're into. You might be meeting your husband or your wife. You never know. So I leave it to you. That is going to wrap up the letters this week. If you guys have any other letters or topics or questions that you want to talk about or hear me talk about, or you want to hop on here with me and talk about, I'm always open to that. Please send your questions to hello at swipesocietypod.com. You know, all the usuals we're on social media. We're on YouTube. Check us out, like, share, and subscribe at Swipe Society Pod, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning into Swipe Society. Please rate us and leave us a five-star review on Spotify and anywhere else you listen to this podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, subscribe, comment, and share. If you're not already, please give us a follow on Instagram at Swipe Society Pod and send all questions and inquiries to hello at swipesocietypod.com. Don't forget, we drop new episodes every Wednesday. Chat soon!